0: I I want to greet you, saints, this time in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's a privilege and an honor indeed to be with you in this wonderful service. I shall start by reading from the Old Testament book, the book of Exodus, chapter 12. And my reading will be verse 1 to verse 13. It reads... As follow the Passover. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in Egypt, "This month is to be for you the first month, the first month of the year. Tell the whole community of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, each man is to take a lamb for his family, one for each household. If any household is too small for a whole lamb, they must share one with their nearest neighbor, having taken into account the number of people there are. You are to determine the amount of lamb needed in accordance with what each person will eat. The animals you choose must be year old, males without defect, and you may take them from the sheep or the goats take care of them until the 14th day of the month when all the people of the community of Israel must slaughter them at twilight. Then they are to take some of the blood and put it on the sides and tops of the door frames of the houses where they eat the lambs. That same night, They are to eat the meat roasted over the fire along with butter herbs and bread made without yeast. Do not eat the meat raw or cooked in water, but roast it over the fire, head, legs, and inner parts. Do not leave any of it till morning. If some is left till morning, you must burn it. This is how you are to eat it. With your cloak tucked in your belt, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. eat it, it, in haste, it is the Lord's Passover. On that same night, I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn, both men and animals. And I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood will be a sign for you on the house where you are, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Shall we just um, pray together? Our great God and heavenly Father, thank you for this honor and this privilege that we can share in this service. It is my prayer, therefore, that your spirit will connect with our spirits and that you will speak to us and that your word will have its final say in our lives so that through your word we can be led and be nourished because your word is the light unto our feet. We will not get lost when your word is leading us. I pray now in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Beloved brothers and sisters, the theme on which we shall look at this time from the book of Exodus, chapter 12, verse 1 to 13, the theme is, Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. For us to be able to follow a clear thread of what we're going to be talking about, point number one is, is, the Passover lamb must be a choice male lamb in the prime of his life. That is point number one. And point number two, it was necessary for the Passover lamb to be slain. It was necessary for the Passover lamb to be slain. And lastly, point number three, the Passover lamb of God provides perfect protection from judgment of God. The Passover lamb of God provides perfect protection from the judgment of God. Well, by way of introduction, let us start by saying, the word Passover means to pass over, to spare, to protect. The Jewish Passover is a beautiful type of salvation that God provided. It is a profession of faith in Yahweh to save his people from the avenging angel of death. In Christ's day, as it is, two days were required to celebrate the Passover. Jesus, with his disciples, observed the Passover the first night and was himself the Passover during the second night. The Passover lamb was a substitutionary sacrifice. In each Jewish household and in Egypt, Egypt, the Paschal lamb was to die in the place of the firstborn. In the same way, Christ, our Passover, was sacrificed for us. We are going to compare the original Passover lamb with God's Passover lamb who came to take away the sin of the world. This brings us now to point number one. The Passover lamb must be a choice male lamb in the prime of his life. Reading from the book of Exodus, chapter 12, verse 5, Your lamb must be an unblemished male, a year old. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. It was to die in the fullness of its life. Jesus Christ began his ministry at the prime of his life. Jesus was around about 30 years when he started his ministry in Luke chapter 3, verse 23. He is a lamb who was in in the prime of his life. Your attention must be brought to this particular thought, that the Passover lamb had to be without blemish. In Exodus chapter 12, verse 5, nothing but a perfect sacrifice could satisfy the requirement of the holy and righteous God. It has to be perfect for it to be accepted according to Leviticus chapter 22, verse 21 and 22. This is what the apostle Peter writes about this perfect lamb. He says, knowing that you were not redeemed with perishable things like silver and gold from your futile way of life inherited from your forefathers, but with precious blood as of a lamb unblemished and spotless, the blood of Christ. And the thought, the following thought is, the lamb must be kept under scrutiny. In the book of Exodus chapter 12, verse 6, it reads as, you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill at twilight. In Luke chapter 11, verse 53 and 54, Luke tells us that the scribes and the Pharisees grew very hostile towards Jesus Christ. And they were always plotting against him, trying to catch him doing something wrong. Daily, the Jewish leaders and the scribes we're actually following Jesus up, trying to f- try to trap him as his teaching, in order for him to, to, to scrutinize him. They took about three years. He who committed no sin, nor was any deceit found in his mouth. And while being reviled, he did not revile in return. While suffering, he uttered no threats. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross. For by his wounds, we were healed. Now, this will bring us to our second point. And the second point is, it was necessary for the Passover lamb to be slain. Exodus chapter 12, verse 6. It reads as follows. The whole assembly of the congregation of Israel is to kill it at twilight. Death must be inflicted either on the guilty sinner or upon the innocent. Substitute. The victim's blood was taken and sprinkled up on the doorpost and lintel of the house where the Israels were dwelling. Without the sprinkling of blood, there was no salvation that night. The lambs were slain between 3 to 5 p.m. of that afternoon before the Passover. The head of the household stood for and acted on behalf of each family member. Matthew chapter 27, verse 22 and 23 at the trial of Jesus, the people were shouting, crucify him, crucify him. Jesus stood in the place of every unbelieving sinner. Jesus died at the very time that the Paschal Lamb were being slain in the temple in Jerusalem. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, it reads as follows. He made him who knew no sin to be seen on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Well, the bones of the Passover lamb must not be broken. In Exodus chapter 12, verse 46, it reads as follows. It is to be eaten in a single house. You are not to bring forth any of the flesh outside of the house. No one should break any bone of it. The Roman soldiers, when we read in John chapter 19, verse 33, the Roman soldiers came to Jesus when they saw that he was already dead, and they did not break even one of his legs. For these things came to pass to fulfill the scriptures. Not a bone of him shall be broken. Well, the blood of the lamb had to be applied in the correct manner. Let us see how the Israelites would apply the blood in which manner. When we read in Exodus chapter 12 verse 7, Moreover, they shall take some of the blood and put it on two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses in which they eat. In John chapter 3, verse 36, we have the appropriate faith through the death of Jesus Christ for our sins. He who believes in the Son has eternal life. But he who does not obey the Son will not see life. But the wrath of God abides on him. The next thought is that the meat of the Passover lamb must be eaten in the home. Exodus chapter 12, verse 8 to 11. It reads as follows. They shall eat the flesh, that same night, roast it on fire and eat it with unleavened bread and with butter herbs. Now, the butter herbs was to remind the Israelites about the bitterness of slavery in Egypt and also. Now you shall eat it in this manner. There was a manner in which they had to eat. We find that they must eat with their loins girded, sandals on their feet, and the staff in their hands. And you shall eat in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. Not only did God provide their salvation from the death angel, but he provided nourishment for their travel. Jesus not only saves us from sin, but also provides daily bread for our spiritual lives. We must come to him for our, our nourishment every day. We need daily feasting on Christ for our spiritual journey that lies ahead. This now comes to our third point, the Passover over lamb of God provides perfect protection from judgment of God. In Exodus chapter 12, verse 12 to 23, there is what we discover here. For I will go through the land of Egypt on that night... And I will strike down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Let us note this. It says, when I see the blood. Now, when is an event. It's not if I see the blood. There's no doubt about it. When I see the, when that event takes place, God Almighty will pass. In 1st John chapter 2 verse 2, it reads as follow. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Properly, propitiation is turning away from wrath of a holy God by an offering. And propitiation is the appeasement of the wrath of God by the love of God through the gift of God's own sacrifice. Now, Christ is both the priest and the sacrifice for our sins. There is a thought that the Passover meal was a memorial supper. In Exodus chapter 12, verse 12 and verse 42, the Passover was to be celebrated every year as remembrance of what Yahweh had done in delivering Israel out of Egypt. It was a method of teaching people about redemption. In Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 to 32, and in the book of 1 Corinthians, that speaks about the Holy Communion. We find that Jesus celebrated the Passover with his disciples. At the last Passover, the transition was made to the memorial supper of the Lamb. Of God who took away our sins. Properly officiated the ordinance of the Lord's Supper is a reminder of what Jesus accomplished on our behalf. He says, Do this in remembrance of me. Now, the Passover lamb's blood must not be trembled upon. In Exodus chapter 12, verse 23, and also verse 7, the reading goes like this, And when he sees the blood on the lintels and on the doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door. The blood of the lamb is not to be put on the threshold. It is not to be trampled upon. How tragic when men demean the blood of God. It is true that salvation is free, but it is not cheap. It costed the life of God because blood is life. There is no need to live a cheap life, living carelessly as if salvation is cheap. The great application comes out of the Passover sacrifice is the assurance and security of our salvation through the Lamb of God. I want to conclude by saying The believer's security is to be found only in the applied blood of the Lamb of God. There can be no other basis for eternal security. When Jesus cried in John chapter 19 verse 30, when he said, It is finished. We were delivered once and for all from all condemnation. The word, tetelestai, is the English translation of the Greek word, which means to bring to end, to complete, to accomplish. This is the last thing Jesus said on the cross. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. I want to bring this challenge to you. Yes, you may be saved, but the question is, is Jesus the Lord of your life? Has he taken the full control of your life because because our Passover lamb has already been sacrificed? I want to close with you in prayer. Let us pray. Our great God and Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your undertaking that in eternity, before heaven and earth was created, the Lamb of God was slain. Jesus died before the foundations of the earth was laid. So that today we can receive this and appropriate this salvation and have this redemption in our lives. I want to pray now for each and everyone who is listening to this message to know that Jesus is the center of our redemption. We want to thank the gift of eternal life that Jesus secured for us on the cross. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.